tonight. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. I'm excited today. We're going to be diving in, just you, me, myself, I. Uh, we're going to be diving into some awesome stuff. Um, basically, how I got started in, in many different ways. It's the, the truest method that I know. It's simplified, and it's straight to the point. I'm going to give you a five-step proven process to be able to get your first or your next real estate investment property. Now you could have a dozen properties under your belt. This could be your first property that you're looking to take down, or you could just be a veteran and, and uh, might've found like a dry patch or whatever type of limitations that are being placed on you right now. We're going to be able to cancel those out. We're going to be able to remove those right here, right now with this five step proven system. And I, I say proven because I, I learned it myself. I've been able to implement it dozens upon dozens of times, as well as each of my clients doing the exact same thing, being able to get a property under control and, and purchasing it within the first 30 days up to like 90 days. Okay. And, and truthfully, even in the worst of the worst markets, the toughest times and somebody that just constantly makes a lot of uh, problems or, or messes up. Within six months, there's no excuse why, why you can't get a, an amazing property, not just an average property, but an amazing property if you're being very conservative and so forth, uh, an amazing property under contract and, and purchased, okay? So don't worry about money, don't worry about credit, don't worry about uh, all these other things that might be going through your head right now. We're gonna be able to go over those with this five-step process that I'm about to break down to you and make it very simplified, okay? But um, as always, is if this is like your first time checking out the podcast, I just want to thank you and welcome you. We've been having a lot of new newcomers in general actually come in and, and check out the podcast. And it just means the world to me. Our whole goal here is to educate, motivate, and prepare individuals just like yourself to be able to get started and, and take territory in real estate investing. You know, what it's done for me, myself, my, my family, uh, and, and all the people that we've been able to motivate and, and educate over time, um, like our, our clients and so forth, it's been a huge blessing. And we're just super thankful and, and grateful for that financial freedom to be able to not have to worry about clocking in or if we're sick or if we don't feel good or, uh, or if we just want to relax one day or go on vacation spontaneously. Like we can do these things, thankfully, because of our passive income, as well as the other systems that are in play. And it's not overnight, but truthfully, it can happen a hell of a lot sooner than you might be naturally thinking to yourself right now. So just, you know, real estate has been able to change our lives and, and many other amazing um, guests that I've had on the show as well. And that's, that's what we're all about to show you, uh, you know, how you can do it by educating, motivating, and preparing you to take action in real estate. So uh, well, once, once again, I just want to thank you so much for checking this out and uh, make sure if you haven't already hit that subscribe button to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. So you get the newest notification every single Monday. And then after you listen to a couple episodes, do me a favor and, and hit uh, leave a review. Let me know what you guys think about it. Uh, show some love on there, share this out, tag somebody in that needs to see it. It just means the world to us because we are trying, we're, we're looking really hard to actually get this in front of as many people as possible and, and really impact and change millions of people's lives. So 
so once again, just want to thank you guys all. And as always, if if you do actually hit that subscribe button and leave a review like I know you will, then make sure you send a screenshot of that over to me. You can do so on Instagram. It's Brandon Elliott Investments. Uh, otherwise, facebook.com forward slash Brandon Elliott, R-E-I. Um, I'm sorry, Brandon Elliott uh, Investor. And, uh, and I'll be able to actually send you my book, Action Driven, absolutely free. So totally on the house for you guys. Um, nothing that you guys need to worry about. And, uh, and there's been a lot of breakthroughs on that book with a lot of people as well. So, um, and stay, stay tuned to the very, to the very end of this. I want to give away a couple of courses for our credit council elite, uh, program where we educate people on how to get started into real estate, uh, investing with credit and how to be able to make a ridiculous amount of income from credit in many different ways, get the free travels, educate yourself on how the banks, the lenders are judging you and overall how to be able to fix your credit, boost up your credit very quickly, get six figures to even seven figures in funding with personal and business credit as well. And then once you have all the, that credit, all those big lines of credit, then to actually how to put it to work, like purchasing properties like we have with credit and also uh, being able to be like a hard money lender like we, we've done with credit, complete all your remodels with credit, uh, all at 0% interest and make your money work hard for you, make your credit lines work hard for you, just like the banks do, right? So we, we wanna educate you and show you how to do that on creditcounselelite.com. You're more than welcome to check that out. Otherwise, we're gonna be giving away at the very end some of our gold packages, the, the lower tier, which is valued at $800. So you definitely wanna stay tuned to the very end to be able to get, um, to, to figure out what you need to do to actually get that, okay? Uh, with that being said, let's dive into it. I'm excited. So. Um, okay, so this is the five-step process, okay? Five-step process to be able to get your first or your next property, um, your investment property in the next 30 to 90 days, okay? This has happened dozens upon dozens of times. Anytime that I actually make a goal behind uh, getting my next property, it's always been followed by exactly this step, and I've always hit the target right on point. And every single client that I've actually shown this to, and as long as they, I can hold them accountable and they actually take action in it, our, our fastest um, uh, client that has been able to get results from this was in his second, it, it was basically his third week. It was at the end of his second week. Um, so his third week, he got uh, an amazing property under contract. He had several others backed up as well, and he closed within... Uh, it was like two months after that. So right around the third month, he ended up closing on amazing property. And we showed him how to raise the money, the, you know, dealing with the contracts, everything, contractors, you name it. So, um, so it's really like, you don't need to be a rocket science for this. You don't need to be uh, well-educated on this stuff. This is the simple step, simplifying real estate. So you guys can take action in doing exactly this and, and getting the results that you're desperately looking for. All right. I know how it is on your first three properties to be able to, to, to get that education, to get that motivation, to keep like basically the, um, the, the clarification of like, Hey, am I doing this correctly? You know, you don't want to jump ship and, and keep on trying different methods. You want to stay focused on one thing until you hit that success level. So 
So here's a, without further ado, here is the five-step process, right? So your very first step that you want to consider and that you want to, uh, you want to implement is picking your strategy, okay? Picking your strategy. What do I mean by that? So, so there's, there's 30 plus different ways to make money in real estate. That's the bottom line, 30 plus different ways. There's some people out there uh, that actually state a hundred plus ways, you know, that's a little excessive in my opinion, because they're breaking down uh, almost the same thing in different ways. But, but let's, I mean, let's count it out. There is a lot. And I'm sure you guys can all realize that on just the investor side, right? Now you could be a private money, a hard money lender. You could be uh, a, you know, fix and flip properties. You could be buying hold rentals, uh, Airbnb. You could do uh, wholesaling, you could do multifamily, uh, commercial, you could do, um, what else, uh, mobile home parks, uh, like you name it, the list goes on and on, condos, there, there's a many different ways to invest in real estate, right? So it's important to really identify and get a good, strong education on just the understanding of, okay, what does this look like with this particular strategy from beginning to end? Okay, I don't want you to spend too much time on it, but anywhere from like 10 minutes to 30 minutes for each strategy, by simply just Googling 30 plus different ways to make money in real estate, see what pops up um, or all the different ways to make money in real estate and, uh, and do your due diligence on each one just to get a good understanding from what is it gonna take from beginning to end with time management, uh, you know, money resources that you might need, um, overall other resources as far as how to get this project from beginning to end completed successfully, all right? So once you understand that, taking 10 to 30 minutes max uh, on each strategy, figure out what you resonate with, what makes sense to you, what, is, what are you getting gravitated towards, what, what truly inspires you to take action, you know? Um, for me personally, the more education I was doing to figure out what really gravitated towards me, I realized that overall it was the Burr strategy. And that's what I fell in love with. That's what I, I truly believe has been able to set me up with tremendous success and many other people out there. I, I do encourage it to a lot of new people getting started um, because veterans are doing the same exact thing, even with commercial, they're you know, multifamily. The, the bottom line is that they're buying distressed properties. They're doing the full remodel. And that's what the, if you guys don't know what the Burr strategy is, it's buy, renovate, rent, refinance, repeat. So it's, uh, it's a B and then four R's, right? Uh, so the Burr strategy. And it's just coined that because it's, it's been going on forever, but you're buying a distressed property. You're doing the full renovation to the property, making it brand new again. Everybody wants to rent it out at that point. And um, because it, it's brand new, it's, you know, it's in great shape. So you get, you get it rented out to a well-qualified tenant. Afterwards, uh, you are doing a cash out refinance. Instead of selling it and getting a one-time payment of you know, a, a lump sum of that 20% or so, do a cash out refinance and have little to no money into the deal itself just have that small monthly payment, but you're having it rented out for higher. So you get that, that cash flow in between. Your capital expenditures are lower because um, it's fully remodeled. You know, you don't need to worry about replacing a roof if you've replaced that already. Certain things, you know, it just makes sense. Um, 
And then lastly, you're going to take all that money that you just got back and repeat that process. So that's what I highly recommend. It's been able to change our life in, in many different ways. And, uh, and we just kept on compounding uh, our properties and getting more and more through the birth strategy. So that's what I fell in love with. You guys might be gravitated towards something else. You might enjoy wholesaling or fix and flip or whatever it may be to you, okay? Um, so get educated on that stuff. Spend no more than 10 to 30 minutes on each strategy. And then after you go through the whole list, take a couple days to do this, week at the max, then figure out what you're going to actually dive into. At that point, I want you to be laser beam focused on just that strategy, right? Just that strategy focus on for the next, for the next like six months. I don't want you to read any other articles or anything else. I want you to just be diving into only uh, all the books that are related to that strategy, all of the podcasts related to that strategy, the forums, uh, the YouTube videos, like on just that strategy. Okay. Don't get um, uh, just, you know, distracted by anything else. Stay focused on just that strategy and try to consume as much content and education and what to be mindful of, what to look out for. And also try to find yourself a mentor locally or virtually that you can trust, know, like, and trust factor that is doing exactly that strategy and is very successful at it. Because you will have some questions as you go and it is good to be able to, to talk to somebody that's actually living it and doing it. But that doesn't mean just because you get a mentor that they're gonna do it all for you, okay? Still exhaust all the other resources that you have before you get to that mentor stage of, you know, the podcast, YouTube, uh, all the books. There's tons of amazing content and that's what I started off with first. And, and that's what you guys can do as well before you start diving in thinking that taking the magic pill, swiping the card is going to uh, make you, you know, a mega millionaire overnight. It's not going to happen, but a, a very diligent uh, type of client can, it, it, you know, paired up with the right uh, type of teacher can actually get some tremendous success very quickly if, uh, if you're putting in the hard work, right? Okay, uh, number two is after you know what strategy you're gonna use, then the number two is gonna be find your location. And to add on top of that, not just find your location, but find your location that works with that strategy, okay? So if you're gonna be buying multifamily, you know, apartment buildings, 100 to 500, 1,000 unit buildings, whatever it may be, um, certain markets aren't going to be the best for it. Like California, for example, might not be the best for it, right? Um, rental properties out in California or New York might not be the best for it. And I say might with a grain of salt because we have rental properties out here in San Diego, right? But, and we're doing the birth strategy out here as well. They're million dollar plus uh, properties. To make it work, we, you have to get more creative. So we do Airbnb, okay? But you still want to run the numbers as if it's going to be long-term because what if the city decides to cancel out Airbnb and 
and, uh, and make it illegal. And we can't do Airbnb anymore. We, we don't want to be losing money at that point. You know, you always want to have backup plans. So, um, so the numbers still work out great for us if we did long-term, which is very rare, but you know, when there's a will, there's a way. And if you're due diligent enough and, and really are educated and motivated, you'll find the areas that, and the right property that makes sense. But, um, but overall figuring out, you know, the location is, it's a big factor, right? Because a lot of people want to do it in their backyard. They want to invest locally in their backyard. And I, I'm all for it by all means. Like if, if your backyard is, uh, if it pairs up well with whatever strategy that you picked, then by all means, I highly recommend it. However, that just wasn't the situation. That wasn't the case for, for myself personally. You know, I, I live out here in San Diego, sunny San Diego, California. I was looking for two years to actually get my first property out here. Um, I put in 30 plus offers. I, you know, the list goes on uh, over the two years as I was getting educated. I was reading up uh, YouTube books, podcasts, four hours every single day for that two years. I just got into an addiction uh, routine of the more education I was getting. I was just soaking it up and loving it. And, um, and as I was submitting offers, I was going against real investors, like things that I'm doing now uh, with, you know, real investors that were going all cash, no contingencies, close in five to 10 days. And I just wasn't educated at that time enough to be able to do exactly that same thing and compete. So therefore, I started looking in other areas and, and I started finding Ohio to be a great resource, a great place where I could come in, it was, it was less, uh, less competition and less savvy investors. So I came in with, uh, with credit, with cash, and, and I could close and there was plenty of inventory. So I could really, I could uh, pick and choose, right? Um, so, but nevertheless, finding your location, you wanna look for a couple different things, three things in particular, right? You want to look for job growth in this particular area, this location. You want to look for um, population growth. And then you want to look for something unique about this area that, that you believe is going to potentially have more of a upscale. Like it's starting to go up. It's starting to rise in this area because that's where, you know, the worst case scenario, the project takes longer. Uh, there's issues with the, the project, whatever it may be, it's going to help you and it's going to be in your favor the longer it takes because it's going to be worth more, whatever it may be. And, um, and nevertheless, it is a stable asset that you're buying, a physical asset. So you, you want to buy into something that is on its way up and that you, you're catching it at the right time. You don't want to catch it at its peak and hey, it can start going down or this neighborhood starting to get worse, what have you. Okay. So Find a, a, a location that has a job growth, population growth, something unique about it. When I say unique, uh, for, for me exactly, just to be very transparent with you, we found a location that had a famous Catholic university that people all around the world actually went to. Like they all from all types of areas around the world were going to this university. So, um, and they announced that they had no more uh, housing available on campus. So a lot of these juniors and seniors were encouraged to go find 
locations nearby. And that's where we capitalized because we saw uh, we saw some up and coming areas that were starting to get run down from older landlords that were just getting very old and mismanaging. Uh, they were self-managing the properties and because of their age and their health reasons, started letting certain things go, uh, which caused issues, right? Caused um, problems with the properties and they weren't being up, up kept. So that in return uh, drove in some negativity, some, you know, just things that uh, drugs, violence, stuff like that. And that's where people like myself come in, start remodeling these properties, making them nice again, start getting great tenants in there and start taking over the neighborhoods back into a good, uh, nice living area again. Uh, and over time, you know, this is, this is what can help improve the neighborhoods and so forth. So, um, so figuring out your location, there's a certain websites to be able to go on uh, that you can get your due diligence, like, um, like USA.com, um, there is, uh, oh God, I'm drawing a blank right now. There's like, there's so many, uh, there, there's four different websites that can be super helpful. Um, and, and just figuring out your, your, uh, your locations in general and, and doing your due diligence with that. Right now I'm thinking about all credit uh, type of companies right now, which is not, uh, not helpful for you guys, but uh, nevertheless, uh, there, there's several different sites that you want to go on to do your due diligence of location and, and figuring out what's going to be the best for you uh, to, to just figure out the statistics. There's also a great podcast episode on Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing podcast um, that I interviewed Neil Bawa, and uh, I'm not sure what episode that is, but if you just Google that, uh, there is a great episode that we dive into um, exactly like location, how to determine, how to figure out the the numbers, and uh, and what really makes sense with um, with determining that location. So I do highly encourage you guys if if you're struggling with figuring out your location, that's the the podcast to go back to listen to, and that will help you out tremendously. Okay, the third step is okay so number one was pick your strategy okay be laser being focused on that be educated on that number two is find your location now you know exactly where you're going to implement this this uh strategy and and how you're gonna actually start making money from this and then number three is going to be build your relationships okay building your relationships turns into leads okay just simple simple and, and true everybody uh, gets this part overcomplicated. And I always like to, to go back to the simplifying it, right? Yes, you can, you can easily start doing uh, pay-per-click online. You can easily start doing, um, you know, driving for dollars, uh, direct mail marketing. You can uh, do cold calling. You could do all of these things. You could buy straight off the MLS in some cases, you know, but what I recommend is take it very old school because all of those methods for lead generation, it takes time, it takes discipline, and it takes a lot of education, trial and error to be able to get uh, to a certain point uh, to be able to make it profitable. It can take, direct mail marketing can take up to 
you know, a year and a half before you actually, and, and 10 follow-ups before you finally get somebody that says yes, okay? And then at that point, you might not be educated enough or, um, or prepared enough to be able to close that deal, right? So what I recommend is let yourself be known. You know, build your relationships within this location. And, and how I've done that is simply speak and talk to every single person. Like be as outgoing as possible. Even if you're very introvert, I understand, I relate to you, but this is where you take that personality and, and you cancel it out right away and you, you get very laser beam focused and, and goal driven to be able to network, to be very outgoing with everybody. Bring somebody with you that is very outgoing as well, okay? Um, I'm talking, speak to the, the, all the brokers in the area, all the real estate brokers, all the real estate agents, okay? Even if you're talking to every, like 10 different people in the same office, I don't care, like network with everybody. Let, and also be crystal clear on what you're looking for, you know? Tell them exactly the strategy that you're going to implement. You want to know exactly the square footage, roughly, you know, exactly the bedroom count, the, the bathroom count, the uh, exact neighborhood and so forth. Uh, networking with everybody. I'm, I'm talking Chamber of Commerce, the police department, um, the fire department, the local schools, uh, the bankers, all bankers, real estate, mortgage lenders, uh, escrow companies library um we've done what else we've we've done at the local uh grocery stores we've done also uh the diners walmart like you name it we've talked to almost everybody in the neighborhood the just the town itself um the neighbors if if we're going to and checking out this property then we're knocking on the neighbors doors and talking uh, to the neighbors to see what they think about the property, the history on it, what kind of feedback we can get. We always name drop after we speak to one, then, you know, we name drop saying, hey, we, we talked to Betsy over there. She said some amazing things about the property, but also some other things that we should be concerned about. You know, how do you feel about it? You know, so, um, so just trying to dig out as much juice as you can and get and always get the other person to speak first so you can get confirmation of who's, you know, taking everything as a grain of salt, but taking all this data that you're collecting and, and really just being able to make your own decisions at the end, right? Uh, speaking to wholesalers in the area, like all the agents, everybody to start sending you leads, okay? So at this point, you should have networked with everybody as many people as you can, let them know who you are, what you're doing, what you're about, what you're looking for, and then these leads should start pouring in. At this point, you should easily have 100 plus leads coming in on a regular basis. And, and, uh, and that brings me to the, the next point here, which is number four in, uh, in the five-step process. Number four is going to be analyzing your leads, okay? And that, that means submitting offers, okay? That's what it equals out to here. So analyzing your leads, figure out how to run the numbers for, for your particular strategy. Every strategy is different. Every location is different. Not all, uh, 
like calculators out there that you'll find for free or whatever it may be are going to make sense or add up or be exactly how it should be uh, within your location as well as with your strategy. So just know that everything will be tweaked just a little bit, but that's why it's so, so important to actually understand very like deep down the due diligence behind analyzing your leads, okay? Um, and you always, always, always want to report back to the individual that sent you those leads saying why or why not this deal is going to work and exactly, you know, roughly what your offer price would be. Even if they're asking a million dollars for this property and after your due diligence, after your quick, um, you know, calculator on, on a napkin type of analyst um, that you've done to figure out if this is a good deal or not. You came up with your offer price at a thousand dollars and they, they're asking a million. You know, if you have good reason for it and you're not just lowballing to be like a, a dumbass or, or an ass, you know, um, you should be able to confidently go back to whoever sent you that deal and say, this is what my offer would be. And this is why I'm sure it's not going to work or why it would work for us. And, and here's why. Okay. And blank, 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 you know, um, have enough reasoning behind it to, to be strong in your position that, Hey, this is why it's going to work, or this is why it's not going to work. And, and here's my offer. Um, and, and this is why I like the property. This is why, I, you know, I'm an investor. I'm, I'm you know, the, the neighborhood's good, the new roof that it needs, the whole uh, whatever, like a, a bunch of things, a permit process, the holding cost. Um, you know, you can, you can put a bunch of reasonings why it's going to cost more, but you also just want to be realistic, okay? And you don't want to lowball and, and just send an offer back of like, you know, 20 grand when they want 100 grand and you don't give any reasoning why you're offering that much, okay? Even if it is very beat up and everybody can see it, 100% every single time need to show why, okay? And that's what's going to um, show how sincere and how serious you are. And that's, that's where you're gonna get your credibility because at the end of the day, agents as well as, as, well as like a, a seller, they have... They have a problem at hand and it's, you know, they're looking to sell the property, right? And they just want to make sure that you're serious, that you are going to perform is what they call it in the industry. They want to make sure that you're going to be serious, you're going to perform and that there's not going to be any BS. So if you come out of nowhere and just lowball, it doesn't look like you're serious. You know, you need to have reasoning why and justify your offer price, okay? So, and just to be truthful with you, it might take a hundred to 200 leads coming in and you analyzing every single one. And then, you know, you get 10 that out of the 200 that actually come back and say, Hey, uh, you know, we won't take this price, but we'll, we'll negotiate at this number. And then you can get closer and, and, you know, maybe five of them will actually say yes right away uh, or one of them, whatever it may be. But Nevertheless, if right when you get your foot in the door and you're actually talking about a contract, then there's a couple things that you want to consider, right? 
you want to make sure that you have some contingencies in there. Uh, some people overdo it with contingencies. Uh, there, there's some clever ones that you want to come up with, like, you know, uh, on approval of partner. Um, and that could be your dog, like that could be anything, right? Um, you could put contingencies on financing. You can put contingencies on um, on certain things being upgraded or fixed or whatever it may be, or uh, contingency on inspection. Um, you know, all, all these different things to be, if you're in a very competitive market, like San Diego, for example, we do no contingencies because there's 20, 30 offers on it. And, uh, and that's how we get competitive. We do no contingencies um, because after, with our experience, our education, we've seen a lot of properties. Uh, we know we have a team in place to be able to make sure that whatever type of situation we come across, we'll be able to, we'll be able to optimize and, and be able to uh, successfully pull it off. So uh, just running your numbers properly and, and being prepared to take that extra risk is something that you can do if you're in a very hot market in a very popular area with a, a lot of um, attention on each property. So, and then all cash contingencies, you know, you can do that. Um, but something that I recommend to everybody, especially in the beginning, um, if you're just getting started and if you need to raise money for your deals, if you haven't figured that process out yet first, a lot of people jump into real estate and, and worry about the money upfront. I always tell people, worry about the money after you get a property in contract. Okay, money will come easily as long as you have actual control of a property. Okay, if it's a good deal, good numbers, and you have it under contract, then the money will come. You just need to tell people about it. You know, if it's a good deal, it's a good deal. People are going to lend on it. Okay, because they they want the property and they want the they want the good investment, right? If if you don't have anything under contract and you're trying to go raise money, you have no experience. It's no surprise that everybody's looking at you like you know you're BS or you know they have no faith in you. They're they're not giving you time of day, attention, and so forth. So uh, you're going to get a heck of a lot more um, respect if you actually have a deal and then let them know like, hey, we have this opportunity. You know, So this is what I recommend. Um, in the contract, make sure that you put a closing date out as far as possible. And then your down payment, your earnest deposit, um, as low as possible. Okay. And that just helps put you in a position that you're, you know, you're, you're actually little money into it. And, um, and then it, it buys you as much time as possible. Now I know within this market that we're in nationwide, that that might be difficult in some cases, some locations, um, but just see what you can get away with, you know, and, and try to push it as, as much as possible just to buy yourself some time. Okay. Um, especially in the beginning, because once you do get a property under contract, which is going to be my next point, uh, number five is going to be, and before we actually get into number five here, as you guys can realize, like number one through four, I'll just go after it again. Uh, number one was pick your strategy. Number two is find your location. Number three is build your relationships. Number sorry, number three was build your relationships. Number four is analyze your leads, you know, submitting offers. 
um, as, as you can tell, I said your with all of that. So all of these steps right here, these are in your control. Okay, it's very easy for us to uh, point blame or excuses of why things aren't getting done. But all of these tasks right here, number one through four, it's all in your control. So it's important to stay focused and to have these goals set ahead of time and to not come up with any excuses behind this stuff. It's all obtainable, it's all doable. It just takes a little bit of time each and every day. Literally no excuses behind this. You can do anywhere from one to two, three, four hours max. If you do this every day within, uh, within 30 to 90 days, you will get a deal. I can guarantee you that I've never had one client or myself not be able to hit that goal to hit that target if you stay focused on this. So this is something not to take lightly whatsoever, but understand that mindset has a lot to do with it, right? So if you're putting excuses, blame on all other things, uh, why life is beating the hell out of you or why, you know, whatever the limitations on your life and, and why it's busy right now, you're not gonna be able to hit your goals. So you gotta figure out upfront, how bad do you want it? and what's gonna get in your way. If it's you, then that's one thing and that's, that's gonna slow you down. If it's other things, cancel that stuff out right now and be determined to be able to get it one way or the other, okay? So um, that's all, I, that's my little preaching behind that for two seconds, but, uh, but number five, right? Number five, and this is the, the final step here uh, to the five step uh, proven process to be able to get your first or your next real estate investment property. Okay, number five is get, get getting your deal accepted right now. And then at that point, once it's accepted, then you're doing your due diligence, okay? Your due diligence and you're raising money, okay? So doing your due diligence, what I recommend by this is, and it comes down to relationships again, right? So uh, at, at this point, you should be doing an inspection, especially on your first property, uh, or the first couple, you know, until you get comfortable enough and, and understand the process, you should, and, and know what to look for more importantly as well. Uh, do your due diligence, get a, get an inspection done, pay for that, as well as get several contractors to come in. Now these contractors, you're going to want to get licensed bonded contractors, not just the handyman, average guy, Joe Schmo. You're going to want to get from referrals. Okay. But you don't want to get just any referrals like, hey, I know that guy. He did one job for me, or I know of him. He's done a job for my nephew or somebody else. You know, you want to find somebody that works frequently with this contractor. Okay. Somebody that, let's say, if you and the contractor aren't working out well, or, you know, at the end of the day, it's just not easy for this contractor just to screw you over and walk away because it's gonna go back to that original individual that, that referred you and they have a strong relationship. He gets plenty of money from the individual like back and forth, they do business together frequently. So that contractor doesn't wanna lose business with the individual that referred you over, okay? That's, that's the key point here. I've been referred over to many people that I was like, hey, why did this person screw me over at the end of the day? And I realized, oh, because they weren't as close as I originally thought they were with the person that referred them over to me, right? So they're not, they don't care 
if um, if the deal doesn't go well, you know, because they've only done business with them once, maybe, you know, so it doesn't matter to them. Um, so go with strict referrals and make sure you're getting apples to apples um, type of walkthroughs of what needs to be done. So I recommend going into a property yourself. You know, you can do the exterior first and then go inside level by level, bathrooms, kitchen, bedrooms, everything, and just go room by room of what needs to be redone, what needs to be remodeled and fixed up and improved. Um, at that point, you should be giving that list or walking through with each individual contractor at least three, three to as many as you can, and not at the same time. Good tip here, right here. They get very competitive and, and don't like to bid against each other. So they'll, you know, so don't do that. Uh, contractors are almost like a different breed of thinking. So, um, so you want to time it out at different times and, uh, and give yourself plenty of space just in case if people show up late or it takes longer, or what have you. Um, but anyway, you know, make sure that you're going through the list and it's apples to apples of what needs to be done. Okay, you don't want to, I, I used to make this, this rookie mistake all the time with going through a property with several different contractors and each one is doing something different. Therefore, once I got the estimates back, I couldn't actually compare it apples to apples because they were so far-fetched and so off, you know? So uh, just be sure that it's apples to apples and there's not any added things to it. And if so, make sure the other individual, the other contractor knows that before the bid comes back, right? Um, okay, now after you got the inspection, the, um, the contractor, you know exactly how much this is going to be and you've checked in with the city, you've checked in with escrow, there's no uh, you know, title issues, there's no other liens or anything else on this property, you know how much it's going to be, then you have your, your true numbers, right? And then you just got to do the math because every, every strategy has their own type of calculator, their own type of, of math behind it. So, uh, so that's where it comes into play of knowing your strategy, knowing how to analyze your leads. And now you'll have your true numbers of what to work with. Give yourself an allowance, I'd say, or a miscellaneous cost, unexpected cost, over anticipate longer for everything um, and, and more money than, you know, the bids are coming in for because it's just notorious. It always happens. Okay. Uh, with contractors, you're going to get three things. So, and, and these are the characteristics. These are the um, examples of what a contractor usually has. And they don't always come with all three. It's normally two out of the three is what you're shooting for. It's either um, good on time. You're either gonna get time from a contractor, you're gonna get quality from a contractor or you're gonna get the price. And, uh, and it's, you can't have good on all of them. You know, if, if you're getting really quick, uh, really quick and quality, then you're gonna pay a premium for it, right? If you're getting, um, you know, what have you, it depends on your location, what makes sense for your strategy um, and holding costs and so forth, you know? So just be mindful of that. And, um, and then the, the last part here, that's part of your due diligence and, and part of that, like that fifth step right here of once you get a, an offer accepted and you're going through the due diligence, you have your numbers. At the same time, you should be raising money. 
Now, raising money, let, let's talk about this. There's a couple of different things behind it. Um, now we've raised over a million dollars at this point uh, for our real estate properties, our investments and so forth. And we've invested, uh, God, a, a lot of money from our credit as well to be able to complete remodels to purchase properties with our, um, with our credit. We've completed all of our remodels with credit. So that's over a million dollars. Uh, for rehabs and um, and yeah I mean it's it's credit is very very powerful right if you don't have the experience you're brand new and you don't necessarily have the funds think to yourself about the moral obligation of raising money it's very very crucial if you do happen to raise money from friends family or um or just anybody random out there that knows, likes, and trusts you, because that's the only way that people are going to invest in your deals. They need to know you, like you, and trust you that you're going to do right by them. Don't take that lightly, okay? That's so so crucial. You're 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 not playing like it's in, it's important to uh, be confident, and bold, and, and take risk with. Um, with your investment strategy and, and not be scared or frightened or anything like that, but also be mindful that raising money, you, you better have backup plans, right? Because um, at the end of the day, if, if you don't, this is somebody's hard earned, you know, work for and saved up money. And they might be living, planning on living on those funds for retirement and so forth. So don't take that lightly. Okay, and if you are going to raise money, especially in the beginning and, you know, anytime throughout real estate, have backup plans. That's why we still raise money and we utilize our own as well. However, we also have backup plans with credit and we've used in the beginning. We I didn't have enough confidence or boldness to actually go up to people and ask and my family's poor. You know, I, I didn't have enough friends that had money at the time. So. Um, and I wasn't going to ask random strangers. I didn't have enough confidence and boldness in myself to be able to do so because I didn't do it yet. This was my first time getting started. So therefore, I had good credit. I figured out how to get even higher credit limits and how to be able to utilize those credits without getting penalized with crazy fees, but something that was manageable enough to be able to complete the purchase my properties, to be able to complete my remodels, and to be able to pay it off later with a cash out refinance. So I took it all within hand within myself so that I, I could sleep better at night knowing that I, you know, I wasn't putting anybody else's money at risk. I was putting my credit at risk, right? Which is like the bank's money, which, you know, it could mess up my credit if I didn't pay it off. I could get sued, whatever it may be, collections, you know, but I could sleep better knowing that, hey, there's enough stress going on learning all these brand new things at first. So um, doing this in the beginning. That's what I gravitated towards. Now I still, I, I raise money and utilize other people's uh, funds because it makes me feel good helping out a mom and pop or somebody just getting started into real estate and just wanting to put money up front. And then some of like my neighbors have gone out and invested in properties uh, after the education that I've given them and the inspiration, motivation to be able to do so by listening to podcasts like this afterwards and getting several properties, you know? So, um, so I love doing that as well. And then I always have my credit as a backup plan. God forbid, if any deals just don't work out right, you know, and that's, 
it's inevitable to happen, um, but just being prepared and having backup plans is, is what I recommend. So that's all I want to preach to you on that. Um, just don't take it lightly when raising money, but know that if you don't have the funds, you don't need to have the funds up front. Um, but, and that's where it comes into play of having your contract um, to actually close as, as far out as possible. The longer it is, the more time it gives you to actually raise money, figure out your credit situation. And if it's a good deal, the money will come. You just need to let people know. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a five-step process right there. That is literally the key step-by-step process. It's proven, tried and true uh, every single time that that's all you need to be able to get a property within the next 30 to 90 days. No exaggeration, no extra fluff. There's no BS behind it. it follow the simple five-step process and you'll be able to get the results as well. Okay. I've literally done this dozens of times myself. I've taught this to dozens of clients as well. And each and every single one that implements it receives the blessing from it. Okay. So it's important to acknowledge that we're all called to be a blessing. The, the blessing that we have on us is to be a blessing to others. And, um, and you guys can receive this as well and, and just take action on it to be able to get the results. So uh, I'm super excited that you guys are, are tuned into this and, and found value in it. I know you have. I know you're taking notes on this stuff and, and really diving in to it. Um, if, if you're driving or uh, going to work or whatever it may be, going to the gym, then I appreciate you guys all for tuning in. You might want to actually, uh, when you get a free second to actually sit down and take notes behind this, re-listen to this. Um, but it's that simple. It's a five-step process. So uh, for every single person that has subscribed to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast and leave a review, send a screenshot of that over to me at uh, Instagram. It's Brandon Elliott Investments or on facebook.com forward slash Brandon Elliott Investor. Send a screenshot to that, to, to any of those platforms there for me. And I'm going to send you my book absolutely free. And then for the first three people, Actually, I'll pick it randomly for the, for three people randomly um, within the next two weeks. I'll pick I'll pick four. I'll pick four and I'll do two uh, two each week. Okay, so I'll do two this full week and then I'll do two the following week. Um, I will give you access to uh, the gold course for CreditCouncilElite.com and and if you're just tuning in. This is the first time ever like checking out creditcouncilelead.com. It's literally been life-changing to 50, 60 plus men and women. Uh, we've had hundreds of clients in there at, at a point or time, but we have actively uh, a lot of people in there that are crushing it in many different areas. So you simply just need to take action on it, right? So it comes down to four-step process. It's educating yourself, understanding exactly how the banks, lenders, Credit bureaus are judging us and how to play the game, how to play Monopoly, right? This is real life Monopoly. Um, number two is fixing your credit. Most people find themselves in a situation that they can fix some kind of negative stuff on their credit. And you can do so all within 24 hours up to 10 days in most cases. Uh, we've been able to remove bankruptcies as, as fast as uh, one full month, 30 days. 
And then number three is building up credit. So being able to boost up your score from low 700s to 800 FICO score within 30 days or less, and then being able to get six figures of funding, several six figures of funding just on your personal, but then even up to seven figures of funding within business credit within one year, which is amazing, you know? And then once you have all those credit lines, the fourth step is to be able to put it to work, you know, put it to work. We can show you how to be able to set up automation stores uh, online uh, with Walmart, which we have, we have, uh, you can get a, you know, an Amazon automation store, having people do this stuff for you and really be able to put your money hard to work. You can be able to leverage your credit, be able to do manufacturer spending, which we've done over 17 million in manufacturer spending and made a ridiculous killing on that. Uh, we teach people how to systemize that, making it into a business, get the free travel hacks, uh, free flights, free car rentals, free hotels, status match upgrades to get the highest status at, at these places. We've had penthouse suites uh, just because of our status. When we checked in, we got upgraded. When we paid originally for the cheapest room with points and got it for free, got upgraded because of our status and got the penthouse suite. So you guys can do all of this stuff too. That's the, that's the bottom line. Like when there's a will, there's a way and we, and we provide the education. We have the course uh, online on-demand course, and then you get access to um, our mastermind group, private Facebook group, and our mastermind group, with, which we meet up every two weeks uh, on Fridays. So uh, if you guys have any questions about that or interested at all, just check out creditcouncilelite.com or feel free to shoot me a DM and uh, you know we can talk more about it. And if, uh, if you wanted to apply, then we can take it from there. Um, and then also, if you're looking to get credit repair done for you services, then what you're going to want to do is check out uh, creditrepairmobile.com or once again, shoot me a DM and we can talk more about it. But, um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys all so much for tuning in to the very end. Uh, don't forget to take advantage of those gifts. Send a, share this out with somebody, tag somebody in that needs to see it. Uh, show some love and uh, and sh support the channel, basically, and uh, hit that subscribe button, leave a review, let me know how you guys are feeling. I appreciate it so much. Um, and we will catch you on the very next episode, which is next Monday. Uh, but I appreciate you guys all so much. I really do. It means the world to me. And if you guys have any questions at all, if, if you want to connect further, then, then reach out. Uh, I would greatly appreciate to uh, just show love back to each and every one of you guys. So until next time, you guys all stay blessed. Thank you.